Ooh, today we are talking about boundaries in business. It's going to be a fun conversation because often we kind of wonder if we have enough boundaries, if we have too many boundaries, what this looks like. So I'm just going to kind of share with you what has worked well for me personally over the last almost a decade of being an entrepreneur. Stay tuned. Hey guys, you're listening to the She's Wild and Radiant podcast, the show that brings you real business strategy, community, and encouraging and truth-filled biblical advice for running your business and navigating the world of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Ashley June, six-figure online business owner, ex-photographer, MBA, and storytelling expert who helps women claim their stories, create epic launches, and scale their businesses while staying in courageous alignment with God's calling on their life. Join me for conversational chats, interviews, and practical business advice every episode. So stoked you're here. Okay, guys, so today we are chatting about boundaries. If you have been an entrepreneur, you probably know that your business can totally take over your life at times. And if we don't have boundaries, we're going to operate in chaos. And we know that God does not have a desire for us to be in chaos. He's the exact opposite of chaos. He is a God of order. So we really have to think about how can we establish our businesses in a way where we are not going to struggle to get out of the chaos. Now, there are always going to be seasons of hustle and seasons where things are more difficult. You know, you have lots of things coming at you. I'm still trying to figure out what this looks like in my life. You know, having young kids at home, having a business, you know, that keeps me busy managing, keeping a home clean and, you know, keeping our marriage intact. And, you know, I mean, all of it, like it's, it's so easy to let chaos kind of define things. But the beautiful thing is if you can create your systems, get your guidelines in order and really establish clear boundaries in your business and for yourself, kind of like your, your working rules for yourself that you you hold yourself accountable by, then I really think that you are going to be in a position where you are not going to be drained by your business. And many of us, me included, um, I'm in business because not only do I love making money and do I love um, helping people, but I really love to create. So in times of my life where, um, you know, where I've gone through difficult things and whatnot, my business has actually been one of the only things that has brought me joy in difficult times. So it's, but it's one of those things that can be kind of a double-edged sword because if you're not protecting yourself and protecting those boundaries that you have, then you can get to a point where your business is just overtaking too much. And another reason why we're in business is to have freedom. If we don't have the freedom that we need to show up for our family, to uh, really show up for our clients, to take care of ourselves physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, then why are we doing it? So um, at the end of the day, boundaries are probably the number one thing that can help you get to that next level while keeping a sense of normalcy and operating in a way that allows you to show up for yourself and everybody else around you. So my first tip for having boundaries in your business is deciding on a dedicated work time. Now, this has been my own personal thing. I understand that not everyone has childcare. I understand that not everybody has flexibility, or maybe you have a husband that travels a lot, or maybe, you know, you don't have consistent hours because you have another job and your hours are always changing. I look at this as I need to know every single day 
when I'm going to be able to have my work time. So I really want to be present for my home and my family. And it's hard when I'm going through big launches and or have a big project that I'm pushing through. You know, um, I think we all just crave that consistency. And I'm starting to find even more and more consistency in my online business over the last year, even specifically. I feel like my business has really taken off in the last year, which is so exciting. Um, but I have pretty much said that my dedicated work time is when I have childcare. Um, I try to spend my afternoons with my kids, mostly, you know, after school. And I really try not to work that much with my kids around because, you know, when I have childcare, that's when my, that's when I'm going to be meeting clients, um, on calls. That's when I'm going to be getting through big tasks. I also have hired a, you know, marketing slash VA person who is helping me just kind of get through things that I don't particularly need to be present for. And that's really helped me establish this dedicated work time. On that same note, I know for myself that I really thrive when I have days of the week that are essentially themed. So I like to schedule calls on certain days because if I'm scheduling calls on certain days, then I know these are the days that maybe I have to get up and get dressed a little bit more, you know, more like uh, do my hair better, not just throw it up in a bun, um, put on some more makeup, that sort of thing and just kind of be on, you know, but I know I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty details of working on those days because I am going to be on calls most of the day and I'm tired after I get off from calls because there's a lot of that interaction, you know, I love my calls, but you know, if I'm trying to get a big project done and be on calls in one day, that is, that's hard for me to manage on those days. I also try to, um, start things not too early in the morning. I am not a morning person and maybe someday I will be, I'm sure I could work on some mindset stuff there. (laughs) I've totally talked to my life slash productivity coach about this, you know, and she's someone who will get up at like 4am and just pound out crazy amounts of work. And that is not, that is not me. I am, I have always loved my sleep. I probably covet it too much. Um, Anyway, all that to say, I try to, you know, on the days that I'm scheduling calls specifically, I try to make sure that they're not too early in the morning so I can get some work done before I get on the calls because I know I'll kind of be out of it once I'm once I'm done with the calls, you know, and not wanting to kind of get to those nitty gritty tasks. So also just kind of showing up, you know, early in the morning, if I miss something, if I, you know, forget to check my calendar or something, I just, I'm, I have more Uh, I have kind of more of a fail-safe built-in if my calls are a little bit later in the morning than having that be like the very, very first thing that I wake up and do. So just having that dedicated work time, knowing what works for you, knowing what works for your family specifically, and just kind of having something to rely on is one of those business boundaries that can really help you establish normalcy while protecting the things that count in your life. You know, I don't want to always feel like I'm trying to work with my kids around. And, you know, of course, some days that does happen. You got to respond to emails. You have um, a deadline for something and you're just kind of like, okay, you know, this afternoon is just going to be, sorry, kids, I love you. Um, (laughs) But this afternoon, it's kind of just do do or die. Like, I just got to get this stuff done right now. But as long as you're making sure that that type of stuff is not the rule, you know, that it's essentially the exception, um, I think that you'll just kind of find more freedom and knowing when you're going to work, which also kind of makes you feel like I'm off duty. You know, like I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm done. You know, my, my working hours are clocked out, which also working from home 
you can have an issue, you know, with trying to always be working and not having those boundaries where your work really starts to take over. And you hear this from entrepreneurs all over the place. So anyway, number one, dedicating that work time. My number two is calm it down and take a break. (laughs) Um, When I start to see what everyone else is doing, sometimes I feel like I just really need to chill. Like if I'm on Instagram and I'm just seeing how other people are doing things or, oh, maybe they scheduled a post um, or they set up a post this way or they did all these reels or, you know, oh my gosh, someone's doing a launch over here and they said that and they did that. And like, oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. I forget in those moments that I need to come back and just be myself. You know, I just think it's so easy. There's so much noise around us. We look at what everybody else is doing. And sometimes when we see other people making waves in their business and moving things ahead, moving forward, I think that we sometimes start to feel like we're not doing enough. So we feel like I got to get something going right now, right now, right now. When I start to notice myself feeling that way, sometimes it's kind of like an anxiety that starts to build up. To me, that's kind of an indicator that I need to take a step back and I just need to chill out for a little bit. I am totally probably what you would call the definition of a serial entrepreneur. And so I am always so excited to, you know, be building things in my business and have all these ideas and um, go into things like really, really strong. And then sometimes I lose some steam. And that's where if we're constantly, I mean, I love that about myself because I have the energy to, you know, really push through and start new things and get them going and I make things happen. But sometimes the, uh, the pressure can be, or like the internal, the internal pressure, the internal pull, you know, can, can kind of lead us down a direction that's not in alignment with what we really want to do in our business. So if you're starting to feel that like, oh my gosh, I have to do this and this and this and this and this and this, or so-and-so is doing this. And you know, oh my gosh, I feel so, I feel so inadequate because all of this type of stuff is happening. Just take a minute, take a day, calm down. Just don't, don't do anything like legitimately just say like, I am taking a break right now, or I'm not going to focus on this project because one, I don't have clarity because I feel like I should be doing everything. And two, I want to make sure that what I'm doing is in long-term alignment with what I really have planned for my life and with my business. Okay. So that's, that's my advice to kind of keep those boundaries when you feel just really bombarded with lots of options and feel like you should be doing so many things. Just remind yourself to, to take a break, you know, take, take a step back, even just getting off social media, you know, getting the, getting the apps off of your phone for a little bit can also help too with some of that pressure. I think we really don't realize how hard, uh, how hard it is to, not be influenced by social media at times and just being able to kind of step back and establish those boundaries of no more is really, really helpful. I did a social media detox earlier this year and I took Facebook and Instagram off of my phone and I felt so much better, you know, and it's actually, I mean, it's something that maybe I should try to do more often because it wouldn't hurt, but I just noticed my time on my phone significantly went down. I was more present with my kids, all of it, which I need to work on that anyway. I think many moms understand the struggle there because our phones are just, there's, you know, 
so much information to access all at once. Um, but I, I need to remember to calm it down, take a break, get rid of those apps sometimes, and just kind of take some time to chill and really just allow my own ideas to take shape instead of depending on other people's ideas to give me direction or influence the direction that I'm wanting to go. So <laughs> if you're feeling if you're feeling a little overwhelmed about what you're supposed to be doing next, just calm it down. Take that break, guys. Um, and that's a boundary. That's your, you're establishing a boundary inside of your business because you're saying I am not in a place to properly deal with all of this overwhelm and these issues. I need to calm down and I need to take a break from it so I can make a long term decision that will be more in alignment with what I want to do next. My third business boundary is not working late into the night or on the weekends. Now, this is kind of like the dedicated work time, but I, I look at this one a little bit different because I, I know for myself that I need to function. And if I am burning the candle at both ends, if I'm trying to work all always into the night or I'm trying to work, you know, every single weekend, then I cannot mentally disconnect from my business, you know? So, um, not working late into the night, not only does it allow me to be more present with my family in the night and stuff, but it allows me to, to have my own time. And like, we need that space from our businesses. And I know it doesn't always happen that way. You know, once again, we have these big projects that we go through and that we have to really think about, um, or we have some tasks that we need to, to do or some people to get back to, but just kind of saying just as a general boundary, I'm not working late into the night and I'm not working on weekends you will be amazed at, at how much more freedom you feel like you have. This was also something when I was working in the local service industry as a photographer, um, a couple years into my business outside of photographing weddings, I got to the point where I was not working any weekends. I would maybe on occasion take one to two shoots a year on a weekend, but I knew for myself that if I was going to schedule things on weekends, it would stress out my whole weekend and I wouldn't feel like I had those two days off with my family. So, um, and not everybody liked that. Like you have people who don't like your boundaries and typically that's because they have a lack of boundaries, you know, so some people don't want to work with you because you're not going to, you know, uh, bend at their will and just kind of adapt to their schedule. Um, but that was just, that was something that I established. I'm not, I'm not working weekends. I'm, you know, I'm not answering emails. I'm not doing X, Y, Z. My weekends are for me. Same with client stuff, you know, saying these are my working hours. These are, um, these are when you can reach me. These are when you, this is when you can expect to get a response. So if I get an email at, 8 p.m. on a Friday night, don't expect me to respond until the end of the day, Monday, most likely, you know, um, or end of the day, Monday at the latest. <laughs> um, but just by, by kind of saying like, these are the days that I do work. These are the hours that I do work. Setting that expectation with your client is helpful because then they're not only, not only forced to kind of like wait for a response, um, which is not always a bad thing, you know, because I think we are in this instant gratification culture. Um, but it just helps you maintain that sense of sanity, you know, and if you're, I mean, think about, you know, going to work with an accounting firm or something in town, you're probably not going to have somebody who's going to respond to you on a weekend, unless it's an individual decision for that person who is serving you. Um, but, 
why do we expect other people to be responding during these times? You know, so anyway, I just I think basically saying I'm not I do not work during these times, it helps establish those boundaries with your clients. So they also know what to expect. And when when expectations are there, and people know what to expect, there's going to be less room for error, there's going to be less room for upset clients, because they're going to know, you know, from the beginning that these are your working hours and that you do not work on the weekends or you do not work late into the night. Um, and so it's one of those things just that having having that buffer there, it just gives you a sense of normality. And it also just gives you the permission to be present for your family and be with your family when you need to be with your family. My number four uh, recommendation for basically having boundaries in your business is treating your clients fairly. So this is having a protocol for when things happen. Um, this is when it comes to paying on time. This is when it comes to communication. Um, this is if somebody decides not to pay you, walking them through a process, you know, um, where you send them to collections or you give them X amount of time to bring their account into balance before XYZ happens, you know. Um, the reason that I really believe that it's important to treat your clients um, fairly, which to me means essentially the same, like everybody needs to have the same guidelines, the same access to you, the same protocol per se, is that I feel like I can honor my clients who are following the instructions and following the guidelines when I am holding everybody else to the same standard. So sometimes I will get clients who say, oh, like, I don't want to continue the program. I don't want to fit. I just want to exit, you know, and, you know, I'm not going to pay anymore. And to me, when I have clients approach me with that, my response, the response that I have decided as a business owner who works hard for what I do, um, who depends on that income coming in, is basically, I will give you 30 days to bring your account back into balance, but after that, I send it off to a collections agency to handle the rest of the process because I don't want to be the debt collector, you know? Um, and from a Christian business perspective, I think sometimes think, oh, like I'm working with a Christian business owner and blah, blah, blah. They're just going to have grace and they're just going to understand and they're going to be, um, they're just going to, you know, make a special exception for me. <laughs> and um, this was was kind of a hard one for me for a while because like you always want to feel like you are giving people the benefit of the doubt and you are helping people and all of that but I came to the realization that if I was not holding people accountable to their word and essentially walking people through a process where I did not have a structure built in terms of consequences for failing to pay um, that not only does my business become in more chaos, but it stresses me out because I, I feel like, oh my gosh, how, how could I expect for somebody to finish paying me? You know, like it kind of messes with my mind like that. Um, but it just, it got to a point where it was like, people don't take you seriously and people just kind of think that they can do whatever they want to do. And the reality is, no, this is, this is a business. Like you can't just not pay your hairstylist or you cannot just, you can't just not pay your accountant or your house cleaner or 
your, um, your marketing agency or your website designer. You know, I mean, you can't just not pay people. That's not okay. So if you're not going to pay people, there's going to be consequences for not paying. And I, in good faith, cannot allow my clients who, you know, sacrifice to pay me, who, who, really make an effort to do the right thing and take care of what they have committed to their obligations. I cannot in good faith honor my clients well, if I am not treating my clients fairly and holding them all to the same standard in that way. Okay. Now I'm not going to say that there are some times where, uh, or that there have been some scenarios where this, um, where I have adjusted some of these guidelines or expectations. Sometimes you have somebody come into your business and you just know, you know, or you just, you really know that it's, um, that it's just something that they are having a really difficult time with and you want to um, extend some serious grace to them. And that is on a personal, that is a personal decision. So, you know, but overall, the rule and not the exception is that I'm going to treat my clients fairly in that way, okay? Um, But at the same time, treating clients fairly, if there's a payment issue per se, you know, for me, I feel like I can adjust with them. You know, if they need to pause a payment for a month or if they need to lower their payment plan for a small period of time, whatever it is, that's something that I can adjust with as long as people are making an effort to fulfill their responsibility with me. So you guys, but treating your clients fairly, this would also be, you know, setting the same expectations. When I was in the local service-based industry versus in the online education world, um, I had I had guidelines for my clients. So this was, you know, it's important that you show up on time to your photo shoot. If you if you show up late to your photo shoot, then you will be essentially losing that chunk of time because you showed up late, you know? And sometimes it was, there was the hard consequence of something because I had another session scheduled after them. Um, sometimes there would be, you know, sometimes I would have some time to make up for, for the tardiness. But by setting those guidelines and expectations, having that stuff really clear up front, I rarely had any problems with my clients actually being late because I communicated the consequence of if they chose to be late. Okay. Um, and that was something that all of my clients had to follow through with. Same with scheduling appointments with me. So I, I was doing ordering sessions with my photography clients and I, you know, as we know in, in the appointment world, I mean, people are scheduling appointments these days. A lot of people don't show up um, or they show up late or they completely forget or just, you know, no call, no shows. And I can't operate a business like that. So I had a financial penalty if they did not show up for their meetings with me. Okay. Um, and everyone, everyone might be like, oh my gosh, that just seems so intense. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. That, that just doesn't seem very blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to, I don't want to set those guidelines with my clients and blah, blah, blah. And I think it does probably depend on the industry, um, and, and what you need, but you can't run a business off of people's word when there is nothing at stake for them on on the other, on the other side, you know? Um, and, and by this, I mean, if you are maybe in the local service-based industry and you really depend on your clients showing up when they say they're going to show up because they're legitimately taking a time from another potential client. And if you don't have things that are in place to make sure that they're showing up, then you're going to have a hard time running your business. And it's also so funny because so many of our contracts, (laughs) 
clauses have been added from the, ooh, I'm not going to let that happen again. So as I am sharing all of this information with you guys, know that I have been in the situation of being um, really easygoing about these types of things. I have been in the situation where guidelines have not been super specific and clear. And typically you, you regret it, you know? So this is where having those protocols, setting those guidelines of, you know what, I'm going to treat my clients fairly, even when I have sob stories come to me, you know, yes, I have the ability to have grace if I really feel like God is pressing it on my heart to have, um, to have some, some serious grace for these situations. But that is going to be the exception. And that is not going to be the rule because I'm operating a business. I have a family to feed. I am dedicating so much of my time um, in the online education world. You know, I they get full access, 100% access to, to my materials. Um, and I offer payment plans, which are essentially a loan, you know. And so, you know, I'm taking, I'm taking a risk on, on people by letting them consume my content before they've paid me for it all the way. And I feel like that in itself is very, very generous. But if I was not establishing, you know, consequences or a protocol for, you know, dealing with clients who decided that they wanted to stop their payment plans or something like that, then I would be in a position where I would not be honoring my clients who chose to pay me in full. You know what I mean? So so this is where having having these business guidelines and these business boundaries, they are not bad. They help keep your sanity. They help they help you um in my opinion, really honor the clients who are following the guidelines, you know? Um, and at the end of the day, we really, we have to, our yes has to be yes, our no has to be no, and we have to decide what that looks like for us as business owners. Okay, so my last one, my last business boundary is saying no to the things that don't generate money or help my end goal. Oh, oh man. Um, yeah, when I, so, I mean, I, I feel like I have two different perspectives, one in the local service-based industry in my photography business, and then one in the online education, online marketing world. Okay. When I had my photography business, especially at the beginning, I had a lot of people who were like, oh, I should connect you with so-and-so because they do X, Y, Z, and you could build your portfolio, you know, um, or, oh, you should go photograph this nonprofit event for your portfolio because you'll just get all of this paid work from it, you know, even though, even though you're going to do it for free. <laughs> um, and I got to the point, you know, there's always, I am, I am a hundred percent for doing things for free sometimes, especially when you are in these beginning stages and you're just really trying to kind of build some buzz, build your portfolio, all of it. So I'm not going to say don't do that. But once you start to get to a point in your business that things are getting more serious in terms of your time and you just don't have other time to kind of commit to things, you have to be okay with saying no. So you can say yes to the things that really matter. Also, um, sometimes I'll have people contacting me saying that they want to do a mentorship with me or, um, or can I do, um, or can they be an intern for me? And at one point I did have an intern and it was a great, you know, it was a great experience, but I realized that in having an intern that I actually had to do a lot of work to prepare that intern. Okay. And they didn't produce in, um, 
they they didn't equally produce the amount of work that I was putting in. So having an intern to me became something that was that took more work and took more energy from me, from my business and from my family that it just didn't make sense for me to continue to have interns. Same with people I would have photographers contact me and say, "Hey, can I come shadow you at a shoot? Can I um can I help you with this? Can I learn from you? X, Y, Z. And I did that, you know, in some of my earlier days and uh, had a variety of experiences. Some I had um, be really consistent who became people that I could rely on. And I really appreciate some of those relationships. Some I kind of felt like they just came in to see how I operated my business and then never were available when I actually needed them to help with anything. And then just kind of fell off the bandwagon. And so I kind of felt like, wow, like I shared all of this, all of this information. I shared my time with you. I let you into this, you know, vulnerable thing, which is my business. And you just didn't really, you didn't really honor or pay back the commitment. So I kind of got to a point where I, you know, started charging and saying, if, if you want to come into my business and help me with something, you know, you can pay me for that. (laughs) Um, and once again, I mean, boundaries, they sound harsh, man. You know, you're like, wow, wow, who that that is a boundary that I don't know, you know, um, that I don't know if I want to have or that doesn't sound very nice. And once again, people who don't like boundaries tend to think that these things are a little bit too harsh um, for me. And, and really things started to change for me in this way when I had kids and I had a family. I didn't feel it as much before I had children because I just had so much extra time, you know, Um But it's like once you have kids and you have all these other people who kind of want to come into your business and take from you um, and learn from you without paying, like they just want to kind of like supplement their their work for you in exchange for you giving them knowledge. I just noticed that it was that it just wasn't a fair exchange for me you know, because I would end up having to need more childcare, uh, put aside things that I needed to focus on in order to, you know, baby step these people through things. And it just became something that, um, kind of sucked energy out of my business instead of helped it. And so um, I became much better at saying no once I had children. And I just really knew that my time was becoming really limited. But then when I actually felt like I got to this point where I was like, okay, like this just, it doesn't, it's not logical to me, you know, um, it, it's not, it's not helping my end goal. It's not helping me financially. Um, even though I enjoy, you know, if I had all the time in the world, I would enjoy taking on more interns or Uh, mentorships, you know, for people who want to learn what I'm doing without, without paying and whatnot. Um, But at this stage of my life, and at this place where I'm at, you know, my family is more important than um, giving away my knowledge and the the things that I've worked really hard in my business for free. Um, In my online education world, you know, especially kind of going into the niche that I have where I, you know, work with faith-based people. Um, and I'm very outspoken about where I stand politically and culture, culture wise. Um, you know, kind of figuring out the connections that I that I want to make. Um, I had a a big uh, company contact me, who I've actually been working with them for several years, um, or have been using their product for several years, and um, they were contacting me about becoming an educator for them. And I 
flat out said, you know, um, I would love to to join your educator team. Like, I would love to do this, but I find that um, your leadership tends to be very progressive and kind of um, anti what I personally believe in terms of biblical and cultural values. And I don't know if I um, would be the best fit for them because they have certain standards um, that might be deemed offensive to other people in their organization. And um, to me, it's, you know, free speech and whatnot. And uh, this goes into the concept of also like religious discrimination. But if I had wanted to sign up with them, I would have had to silence my beliefs, my God-given beliefs, um, in order to adapt to what the culture says is right. And so I was very um, upfront about these things, and they basically um, told me that this would not be the best time. And um, you know, I don't, I don't want to go on and you know just make a big fuss about it and ruin anyone's name and stuff because I still love their product and and all of that. But the reality is, you know, I had to say no to something that was not helping my end goal because I was it was not in alignment with where with where I wanted to be. You know, um, and. I, um, although it would have been like a great opportunity, sometimes we have to say no to the things that are not in alignment with our end goal. And even like, we don't, we shouldn't be sacrificing, like our boundary should not be sacrificing who we are and what we want to do in the world in order to fit inside somebody else's box, you know? So, um, and on that same note, just also say no to the things that don't generate money in your business. You will notice that sometimes you are not growing because you're too busy focusing on the things that are not money-making activities. And you have to get back to uh, focusing on the things that make you money. And having boundaries with your time and the things that you focus on are one of the most, or it's one of the most important things to continuing to grow your business. Now, this is a struggle. This is a struggle for everyone. Um, you know, it's, and it's also kind of like what comes first, the chicken or the egg type thing, because you're like, well, I can't sell anything if I don't have anything to sell. And it takes time to, to work on something to sell. But then we can also get into that analysis paralysis and get so distracted on trying to make everything so perfect around us before we sell something that we don't actually move into the money making activities. So at the end of the day, that number five, saying no to the things that don't generate money or help my end goal. We want to stay in alignment with our purpose here. And um, sometimes it's saying no so we can say yes to other things. So you guys, uh, to conclude, honestly, you guys, we have to adapt to different things during different seasons. Sometimes these boundaries are going to look different in different seasons, but just decide what your values are as a business and what this is going to look like for you. Also, I really, I, I recommend having really clear expectations and being organized at the beginning. If you can, for me, that's a huge struggle being organized. Um, I can do it, but I don't like being restrained by it, like the constant resistance. <laughs> um, but uh, I just notice when I when I force myself to kind of, you know, move within the boxes of of being organized and, you know, being really clear and being really intentional, I, things just function so much better, you know, so <laughs> um but just know that clear expectations and organization will always be something that will help you function better and establish those boundaries. And then also these boundaries, I mean, set boundaries to hold yourself accountable, you know? These boundaries should really help you, you know, perform well in your business and um, show up for your clients the way that you need to show up for them. And um, 
you know, another beautiful thing is when you start to get to the point where you're bringing other people into your business to help you with business things, you're going to have a whole new level of boundaries to, to set because you have other people depending on you to get their job done. So um, at the end of the day, these boundaries hold yourself accountable, which helps you hold other people accountable in your business and vice versa. And uh, just being being clear about these things, you guys, is what is really going to help your business get to the next level. Now, have some serious grace at times. Know that things cannot always be fixed. Um, you know, like we have to, we have to adapt, you know, you might have a client, you know, if you had a client who, you know, like her husband passed away, or uh, her daughter has cancer, or, you know, like there's, there's, you know, these things that happen in life, and you just know that, um, that you don't want to keep somebody responsible for something when it just is so hard for their family in that season, you know, um, and there's legitimate reasons versus I'm just choosing to do something different, then, you know, you guys, you have the grace to make decisions for, uh, for adjusting and adapting to some of these boundaries sometimes, you know. But once again, you guys have that be the exception, not the rule, because you do have to keep order in your business and boundaries help you create order. Also, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Live by the truth, you guys. You don't want to be going back and forth in the wind, you know, or just kind of like going with like the the flow of the ocean and, you know, the... um you just, you don't want to be, you don't want to be tossed back and forth with these things, you know, say, this is my guideline. This is my expectation. And this is how I operate my business. And I'm sorry if my boundaries, you know, make other people upset sometimes, but the reality is this is, this is where I stand and this is what I'm doing. Um, some people, it depends on the industry that you're in. Some people will really, really struggle with this and have clients that want to override these. Um, I, I feel like just going back, the more clear you are and the more upfront you are from the very beginning that that just helps people, you know, put into their mind like, oh, okay, this is like the rule, you know, this is the, the, these are the boundaries that I need to stay within that you will have less client issues, less, um, less customer issues, all of it. So just be really, really clear with that stuff when you can. And then honestly, you guys, if you have people who want to try to, um, step over your boundaries and get upset with you about it, don't, don't, don't take ownership over their feelings of not wanting to go to abide by the guidelines. Okay. Um, which I know is super hard. I'm kind of a people pleaser or a recovering people pleaser. Um, so for me, just any sense of rejection or like I'm upsetting someone, you know, is just mentally and emotionally kind of hard on me. Um, and I'm, I'm getting better, you know, um, but, and maybe it's also like, I'm a, you know, firstborn child. And I just, I feel like the firstborns are always like, I just really want to please people. I just want to make them happy and, you know, do it right. And, um, and all of that, you know, while still being myself and, (laughs) and all of that, Um, but just, just remember that a lot of people can be out of line and that doesn't necessarily mean that you are the one who needs to adjust your boundaries, which they agreed to before. Okay. So, um, so yeah, you guys can do this. I, I challenge you to go set some serious boundaries in your business today. Um, whether it's even saying, Hey, I'm not going to respond to messages on Facebook messenger. You know, if you want to contact me, you can email me and I'll get back to you within X amount of hours or, um, 
hey, I don't meet clients on the weekends or um, or a personal boundary of I'm taking every Wednesday to sit down and keep that day free from all uh, client interaction and work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my Wednesdays my productivity days and really focus on moving the needle in the behind the scenes things of my business. That's that's my boundary. Wednesdays are my days, you know, stuff like that. You guys, these, these are the things that help your business get to the next level and help you operate in your family, in your business, and ultimately help you um, just continue to claim the dream that God has given you and have energy and stamina and um, and resilience as, as you're doing it. So uh, thanks. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you have a great week and I will see you later. Wow, guys, what an awesome episode today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review. Since we're in the early days of our podcast, it doesn't hurt to ask, right? (laughs) Also, I want to extend an invitation to my free community. It is off of Facebook. We don't need any more Facebook distraction. We don't need any more random stuff that we're looking at. This free community is going to be full of exclusive resources and exclusive access access to things that nobody will have access to. In there, you're going to find special videos. You are going to find access to uh, monthly coffee chats where we're going to get on Zoom together as the, the girls we are and chat about business, chat about God, chat about the topic of the month. Um, and there's going to be a couple other resources in there that I think you are not going to want to miss out on. So I invite you to come into that community. You can go to the link in the show notes in order to do this. Also, I have one-to-one beta coaching open. You can apply in the link to the show notes. This program is for online or creative business owners who are really looking to claim their stories, create epic launches in their business, and scale. You guys, we could all do this, and I want to walk you through an intensive six-month process where I get to be your personal cheerleader, your personal accountability partner, and I'm going to help you take your business from where it is currently to epic levels, okay? So go ahead, go to the application to apply. It's on a very limited basis. I'm not going to be taking many clients at a time um, because I have some other plans coming up, but this program is perfect for you and probably the most access you will ever get to me one-to-one. So go ahead and apply. Anyway, guys, have a great day and I will see you next week.